I am the same way, but the opposite. I can't sleep with tucked sheets. Oh my. I have to untuck them. And Aaron always tucks them. And I will get up in the middle of the night and untuck them. We would we would never be able to share a bed together. <laughs> it's basically it's basically what we're learning right now. Moral it's of the funny story. Though, I know. If we ever go on a girls' it, vacay, Molly and Katie cannot share a bed. No, never. <laughs> Welcome to No Thanks, We're Booked. I'm Molly. And I'm Katie. And this is a podcast where we look at life through a bookish lens. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, now I'm going to open my um, rosé. Are you ready for this? <gasps> you know, what is with this new rosé in a can thing? It's magic, Katie. Look at the branding, first of all. You guys can't see this. Maybe I'll include a link in the show what notes. The, what's but, that one called? Oh, pff, I had it wrong. Um simpler wines brand rosé and it's just a trader joe's and you got it from trader joe's i should have had steve steve was at trader joe's yesterday i should have had him get me some but i okay so i had some uh, a couple weeks ago i had a dear friend heather hey girl (laughs) if she's listening i don't know if she listens to this podcast but um (laughs) she brought over some sparkling rosé and then like two weeks before that my aunt brought over my auntie Beth brought over some sparkling rosé, both in cans. And really, yeah, I freaking it must love. Be a, I know it's like a thing now. It's a trendy thing, I guess. Yeah, I just got this at Trader Joe's because Trader Joe's has an entire section devoted to rosés. Oh, really? So, yeah, and it's amazing, and they're all pretty like affordable because rosé can get kind of expensive, especially the sparkling wine, but. This is this is kind of dangerous because it doesn't taste like it's it's not super sweet, but it's just really refreshing because it's in I don't know I think Rose because it's such, in a can. Yeah, and it's such a I know it's in a, it's in a can, so you feel. And I know I'm like it's like Lacroix, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a summery drink though, and it just yeah it goes down smooth. I uh, when when Heather and one can is more than one glass of wine. Oh, yeah, I know. So that's why I'm, if you have yeah. two <laughs> cans, it's more like three glasses of wine. <laughs> um, yeah, I learned that the first time I tried this. I was like sipping on it slowly at dinner. And it wasn't long before I was like, oh, OK, this is not LaCroix. <laughs> Definitely yeah. not. Yeah, I'm taking it to um, I'm going to buy some and take to the beach this weekend. I'm going to um a girls weekend beach weekend with some of my friends who um they're like some of my oldest friends and we try to do one big trip once a year but Molly, I mean we all live in Raleigh so, so it's fun. not like we're far away but yeah so actually did yeah. you know that some of my high school friends I don't think I've ever told you this some of my high school friends hey Elizabeth hey Liz <laughs> Um, if Liz is listening, which I don't know if she listens to the podcast either, but anyway, she and a group of our high school friends go to a beach in North Carolina every what? summer. And I think Wait, it's your friends who are in Wisconsin mm-hmm. come to North Carolina. Yeah. My friend Liz's parents own a cabin or not a cabin, a cottage on the beach. Do you know what beach it is? I should ask her. I don't, but she invites me every year and I haven't been able to go yet. Oh my God. Katie, you have to go, and then you can meet me, because I'll be three hours away, and I'll drive to you with some rosé. I know. Well, <laughs> well, the thing is, when she invited me this year, I was like, you know, I'm going to want to, like, tack on some days either on the beginning or the end so that <gasps> I can go visit Molly. But Oh, my gosh. 
I know, but Molly, it's this, it's, I think it's this weekend. <laughs> so dang it. I know, I dropped Wait, the ball. Wait, I'll be at the beach though. You should just I come. Know, which like, is, just... I know, which, but it's <laughs> why I, I'm wondering what beach it is because you might be on the same beach as Liz and my high school girlfriend. Whoa, that is really a small world moment. I know, very small world moment. Um, I should I should clarify though these aren't high school friends I say oldest friends but I guess I mean <laughs> college feels like a million years well college years ago. college was a million years ago for I know me. sometimes it feels like it I just got out of college other times I'm like oh my goodness I've been out for a long time but these are friends that one of the friends I've known since and she's been like one of my best friends since I was like 13 so but the other girls I met in college okay. and we've all stayed pretty close but yeah we're we're going away together and out of there's 10 of us we're not all going able to go to the beach but I think most of us are going and out of those girls I think three of us are kidless (laughs) so like all the moms are coming and they're all so excited because most of them have little kids and um babies and they're all excited and I'm excited to hang out with them baby free. Mm-hmm. It'll be like a good, it'll be a good time. But. I know. So these high school friends that go to the beach, most of them now have babies as well. And they always look forward to it every year because it's a kidless girls yeah. vacay. But uh, I, I ran in. So one of my, speaking of kids who now have babies, I went to one of my good high school friends had a baby a year ago and I just went to her one year birthday party the other day with my boys and uh she lives very close to a guy so we went to high school but she was a year older than me and this guy was in my freshman English class and it happens to be the neighbor of my friend and so I ran into him at the party and I had a little bit of a crush on him in high school and I don't think that he even really knew who I was in high school because that's the story of my life. I was a little bit of a wallflower and people didn't know who I oh, people didn't so know who cute. I was. But anyway, he was there and I was like, Hey, I haven't seen you since freshman year of high school <laughs> twenty years ago or however long freshman year of high school was for oh, me. Oh my gosh. You know, it really was a million years ago and that's that's yeah. crazy. I think I started I high school freshman year was 1998 for me. Oh, my God. That was 20 years ago. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the more like every year when I do this girls trip, I feel older and older because not only is everyone having babies, but um, I also don't do as well. <laughs> like, you know, when you were in high school and college and you would have like sleepovers or middle school probably more realistically people had sleepovers in middle school but um I would I would just like sleep on the floor or whatever but now I can't even share a bed with people yeah isn't that weird I have to have like my own space and I definitely can't sleep in a sleeping bag very well like I'll go camping but it's not super fun I'm kind of a princess (laughs) about it (laughs) I know whenever so Steve really wants to go camping take our family camping and I'm like can I get a cot so I'm yeah. sleeping off That's of the, thing. the ground. It's like you sleep on the ground. Like the older you get, the harder it is to do, you know? Anyway. But if you can't sleep in a bed with someone, I mean, you share a bed with Aaron. Oh, yeah. He's the only one I can sleep in a bed with. Oh, okay. And when he's gone, I'm like, I can't sleep. 
it's just so weird yeah see but. steve threatens to <laughs> steve threatens to sleep in his own bed because i'm a little bit of a bed nazi <laughs> <laughs> yes i remember you telling me this oh yeah i, I will he is he will mess up the sheets so bad like he'll untuck the sheets with his feet and stuff and if they get crinkly on my side of the bed i have been known to get out of bed at three in the morning and retuck the sheets on his side okay. of the bed i'm the same way but the opposite i can't sleep with tucked sheets oh my i have to untuck them and aaron always tucks them and i will get up in the middle of the night and untuck them. We would we would never be able to share a bed together. <laughs> it's basically it's basically what we're learning right now. Moral it's of the funny story. Though, I know. <laughs> if we ever go on a girls' vacay, Molly and Katie cannot share a bed. No, never. <laughs> and it's funny because this girls' weekend, I think there are limited beds, so like people are gonna have to sleep in the same bed. And I was such a diva. I was like, I'm gonna need my own bed. And there's one of the girls that's going is like super pregnant, and I'm like, obviously she needs her own bed too. But like, and I know I'm not pregnant, but like, I need my own. But they've come to expect and love, hopefully, um, these weird little things about me. So, anyway, Katie, what are you reading? <laughs> 10 minutes later i'm reading well this is a catch-up episode did we say that that's right we didn't we need to tell the people we katie and i have not talked really sat down and talked in like two weeks i mean kind of we basically didn't record last week we pre-recorded i was in california and now it feels so weird to be recording like we have never done this before i know it's like starting over all from scratch from the beginning We only missed one week. I know, so but in that week, we didn't, I mean, you were, you were on vacation, so we weren't really yeah. even, and a little bit in the backwoods, kind of, so not. Yeah, I didn't have my phone on yeah. me at all. So we were, we weren't even really talking, so we haven't really caught up about much of anything. So this is like a catch-up episode, and yeah. where it's just going to be super cash, and yeah, yeah. so but let's talk about what we're reading. So I'm reading yeah. The Great Alone, which I know you're reading. We're reading that for our No Thanks We're Booked book club, which if you want to join in on reading The Great Alone, actually, by the Do time it. you hear this, oh, it'll, yeah. we won't be reading it anymore. Sorry. But if you want to be part <laughs> of our book club, uh, you should check out our Patreon page. little plug in the middle of our podcast there. Yes. But we're reading The Great Alone right now for our book club and i'm loving it it's so atmospheric i it's so good i've forgotten because i've read Kristen hannah's the nightingale and um i feel like the writing in this is even better than in the nightingale the writing too of this is beautiful i also feel like it sucked me in faster than the nightingale i really love the nightingale and i feel like it was really fast moving but for me it took probably about 50 to 100 pages before I was like really completely fully invested but with the great alone I feel like from the very first page I was oh yeah I'm invested and I am also in I feel like she has captured the 1970s yes so my gosh well yes I feel like I'm it's the 1970s and I am in the VW bus in Alaska Is what I feel like. And and also just the what's going on in the world. I mean, obviously, it's historical fiction, and that's kind of her specialty, right? Right. Like, she can really transport people to a certain time. That's, like, one of her talents. But I 
I just feel like I wasn't expecting a lot of that. Like, I knew that it was going to take place in Alaska and that it was going to be a kind of isolated, a story of, like, isolation. But yeah. I, I don't think I fully anticipated having the, just the con- the larger context of, like, how the war affects yes. her father. And we're obviously, I'm about 150 pages in. Yeah, and so um, you're a little farther but so you've really gotten into that because I kind of know the direction that it's going and it is, oh my gosh, it's yeah. intense. It's intense. It's really intense. And you can tell, like right now what's happening with me is the weather's getting bad and and his mental state is deteriorating, deteriorating as sort of the darkness descends on Alaska. And I think one of the things that Kristen Hanna is doing, and I don't want to like dwell on this too much because I know I don't want to, you know, we're going to be talking about this also in our book club, but. Yeah. I think one of the things she's doing so, so well is sort of the foreboding, yeah. the coming of winter. You, Winter is coming. Winter is coming. The winter is coming thing. Winter is coming. I feel like That's that could also, it's, it's so the slogan true, for though. Game of Thrones and the slogan for The Great Alone, <laughs> the great alone. Alaska. Winter is coming. I mean, they're, I mean, even in the summer, yeah. they're always thinking about how to prepare for winter. I mean, it feels like even though, so once they're in Alaska, yeah, it still feels like the 1970s, and yet it also feels like, yeah, like pioneer times. Like, like yes. they're they've they have to live on the land and be self sustaining and figure out how they're going to survive talk the about winter. What this book is about? I mean, we've kind of danced around it, but basically, it's a family that moves to Alaska from Oregon, right? Um, or Seattle, I think. Or is it Seattle? Yeah, and uh, the. The father basically picks picks up and leaves with his daughter and his wife. Yeah. And the wife and the daughter, for various reasons, are not super stoked about this decision. Um, but they feel like it's the best thing for the family. And the best him, thing for really. him. Yeah, for the yeah, father. Yeah, everyone kind of yeah. walks on eggshells with him. It's It's clear. I mean, it's definitely not a spoiler to say that this is a story about domestic violence and abuse. And it's it's... Yeah, the the foreboding and just you can tell that it's going to be bleak. Oh as yeah, you're reading and which I feel like yeah. is kind of how stories set in Alaska are because that the environment Alaska is itself such a volatile, yeah, extreme kind of state that that having that as the backdrop for this story feels very appropriate. And I felt the same way yeah. when I read The Snow Child by Eowyn Ivy, which the backdrop is Alaska. And it feels like a character in itself and also just sort of the bleakness and the yeah yeah foreboding the the volatile the volatile nature of nature itself yeah I just yeah. keep thinking this sounds so miserable like here we are talking about how we don't want to go camping because we don't want to lay on the floor <laughs> this book is like roughing it out in the wilderness yeah. in Alaska trying not to get eaten by bears and like learning how to make your food and it's just crazy yeah and living but. next to a commune of sort of um almost anarchist survivalists kind yeah. of yeah it's really interesting yeah. the characters I I think I I was thinking that it was just going to be the girl and her mom and, and the dad and thinking like, oh, I hope I'm going to like this because if it's just these three characters, I don't know. I, ca- I kind of need something a little bit more. But it's so – she draws on these other characters so well. Oh, they yeah. become so realistic 
to me. I totally like, agree. And I had the same surprise. thought, Molly, before yeah. starting the book. I, I thought... I was so worried before starting it because I knew it was like they're going up to Alaska. They're going to live on their own. There's not many people there. It's just going to be them. Am I going to enjoy this because there aren't, it's just going to yeah. be the three of them. And it's about, it's all about, cause I knew beforehand that it was a book about domestic violence and that the father was just going to be spiraling downwards. Um, yeah. yeah. And I was worried as well. I, I am really loving the character of, Large Marge. Yes, I love, I love her. Large Marge. Large Marge. So far. I mean, who knows? She could. This is the thing is like with winter coming, you're constantly wondering who's going to go crazy and just totally lose it yeah. because winters are so dark and, and they liter- keep like saying, literally and figuratively. Yeah. And they keep saying everyone who lives up there keeps saying winter is the test. People go crazy in the winter. Yeah. And so you're kind of wondering like who is going to. Who else? Because obviously we know, like, I feel like she's trying to prepare you for the fact, the author is trying to prepare you for the fact that the father is kind of a ticking time bomb, but you don't know about these other characters. They're, I mean, Large March could totally fool us. I mean, <laughs> yes, like, who knows what's going on with Large <laughs> yeah. March? But it's just, it's one of those books that I've been reading. Well, I haven't had a chance to read it since we left California. I read it, a good chunk of it, on the airplane, and I... Ha- cannot stop thinking about it since like I, yeah I find myself just thinking about the characters and I love that feeling of being that into a oh, book me that too. hasn't happened to me in so long I know I love that too I love it um what else are you reading I just or did you have other thoughts about the great alone I did but I can't remember so we can move on I'm also reading nevermore I just started nevermore yeah. last night and I'm loving I love, it. I knew you would. I love it so much. It is. So I, I hate. I, and I say I say that I hate this and then I'm going to do it anyway. But it it feels a little bit like Harry Potter. No, I said the exact same thing. And I was hesitant to do that, too. Like in my Goodreads. Um, I'm pretty sure in my Goodreads thing, I was like, this is one of my favorites. And somebody responded like, what about Harry Potter? And I was like, obviously nothing touches Harry Potter. But has that similar vibe it does have a very similar vibe and and even I feel like maybe it's the writing a little bit the way she writes feels reminiscent of JK Rowling's writing and the way she kind of draws you into this this world that feels sort of like our world but also a little bit other yeah I don't know I mean I'm only a chapter in but I'm really really liking it and I I, yeah I can tell I'm gonna like it I'm yeah very eager to keep going with it Oh, you're going to love it. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. I know, I'm so excited. I'm just, I'm loving the books that I'm reading this month so much. Have you? Should we talk about our next one? Yes. Are you reading? How far have you gotten? Oh, I remember what I was going to ask about The Great Alone. Can we just go back? Just real quick, a quick question. Yeah. Has winter come for you yet in the book? Have you gotten there? Yes. Okay. Um, barely. Okay. Because it feels yeah. like it's coming fast right now. It's barely started where I am. Okay. And, uh, I think I'm about 70 say, or 80 pages in. Let's just say it's gotten really intense so yeah, far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can tell it's going to. I, I, I've actually yeah. heard some people who've said that they need to put the book down because it's so yeah. intense. Yeah. I wouldn't be, I would not be surprised if that happens to me or to you. But right now I'm so... I'm so invest. I'm so invested in the story. I don't think I could put it down. Yeah. Um, 
But okay, so we, Katie and I are both also reading Ghosted by, by Rosie, Walsh. Rosie Walsh. Rosie Walsh. We are really excited to read the book, and we're grateful that that Penguin Random House sent us copies of this yes. book. And I actually finished it. I read it. Yeah. I picked it up and I finished can't it wait within to hear. three days. It was, it was like you loved it. Candy. I just could not it, put it down. I'm not, I'm still not even that far into it. Like I'm probably 50 pages in, but I read those 50 pages so fast. Yeah. And I feel like it is the perfect summer It read. is, it is the perfect summer read. It's like, I feel like if you like Leanne Moriarty, if you like Catherine Center, if you like Taylor Jenkins Reid, I mean, some of these other sort of contemporary authors that aren't necessarily romance, although this does have an element of romance, but I feel like there's other things in it that, that are going along with this sort of romantic storyline um yeah it's like should we tell people what it's about yeah so it's called ghosted because it's about a woman who has this sort of seemingly perfect week with this man and then he doesn't call her and that is what ghosted means is or that's sort of that's what if you if you look up the term ghosted and i feel like that's kind of new because Back when I was dating, that was not a term that I would have recognized, even though it happened really? to me a couple times. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't feel like it was sort of in the cultural lexicon. Yeah. Even no, five or six right. years you're ago, so probably. Right. And everything I keep hearing is that the ending is warm hearted. I don't want to know too much more than that, but I, I like the idea of it being like a moving maybe a little bit sad but also warm-hearted kind of yes book. so and, we'll and having finished it I can tell you that that's true and and I so because they we got some press stuff with the book and I went and read it and I, you read about her process I'm so excited to talk with her because I want yeah. to know more about this but she talks about how she went on this long walk to figure out exactly how she was going to, she knew how she wanted it to end, but she couldn't figure out how to get it there and make it feel like this is how it, this is how these two characters have to get where they're going yeah. and how, and to make it feel authentic and oh Molly, she does it perfectly. <gasps> Yay. It's so good. What else are you reading? That's it. Or well, I'm, I'm still else? in the middle oh, of, never more. I'm still reading Tom Hanks, Uncommon Type. <laughs> I'm still reading Outlander. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still reading Crazy Rich Asians. So. Are you um, not enjoying it again? No, I not- am. I am. It's more like these other books because they feel like greater responsibility. Like, I feel like yeah. I actually have to finish those books at a certain time. So yeah. they've just taken priority taken over. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. So. Are you still reading? Did you ever finish Where You Go? Where'd You Go, Bernad- Bernadette? No. Did I ever tell you about this? No. I I got it on my Kindle at the library, and this is my one beef with having a Kindle and using the OverDrive app. I feel like maybe this is just me, and I don't know how to do this, but I can't renew any of the books oh. at the library when it's on my Kindle. So. And I just rarely read a book in two weeks. Like, usually I read several over the course of a month. Yeah. So yeah. it went away. Um, but I bought it. Oh, okay. I was going to say, it. do you want me to send you my copy? Because I, I bought it on my Kindle. So I'm going to keep reading it. But it's kind of the same thing with Crazy Rich Asians. It's like I just want to finish the other ones first. And then yep. 
get to those. So Same. I need to I'm get reading. through the books that I have to read this month. And then I can maybe finish up Uncommon Type and finish up Outlander. Both both of which, well, I'm yeah. really enjoying Outlander. Uncommon Type, I'm enjoying. But it's also a short story collection, so it just feels different. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Are you reading um, anything else? I think that's it. Oh, no. I started an audiobook, Love and Other Words by Christina Lauren. <gasps> oh, yeah. Have you heard of this? Yes, I, I have it, and I want to read it. You did? Yeah, I have, it, I have not read it yet, but I want to. Okay, I didn't even know about this book. I literally was just browsing the, conte- um, the contemporary romance yeah, section in yeah. Audible because I'm feeling like I haven't read any romance books really, like purely romance. I mean, obviously, there's other parts to the plot or whatever, but... I feel like... Where the I romance just, is central to the story. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, after talking to Kat from Katha Reads, which will include her her Instagram in the show notes, but she's really into contemporary romances, and it just got me feeling like, okay, I really need to get into one for the summer. And I really liked the narrator in the sample, so I got that one. But yeah. I'm only... Like, I literally just started it, and I don't know much about it. So, so. Kat has read that one, and she loved it. Did she like it? it? She loved it. <gasps> yes. it's, it. It's been all over Instagram. I'm surprised you haven't seen it because it's it's a really popular... That's um, so funny. ...contemporary romance that came out a few months ago, and people loved it. Loved Maybe it. Maybe I subconsciously remembered the cover or something yeah. because I clicked on it. It looked interesting to me, so I don't know. And I think yeah. this is the first book by Christina Lauren which is actually it's actually uh a friends who write together oh really yeah Christina is the name of one and Lauren is the name of the other Whoa. so they put their names together Christina Lauren oh that's and, really interesting to know because I have always wondered if I would like a co-authored book yeah well you'll like have that. to see this seems to be yeah. one that people really like there so she writes some of her books are actually romance romance this is like contemporary romance and I think I was reading somewhere that this was like their first sort of foray into the contemporary side of romance and their other books are also contemporaries but they are more um like you'd find them in the romance section where I think you'd probably Mm. find this one in the general fiction section of a bookstore so kind of like if I wanted to get more into romance it's like dipping my toes in the water with this one. Like, would you say? I, I mean, I haven't read it so as. I have, oh, yeah. yeah okay. I haven't read it, so I don't know. But I think they're probably, I think maybe some of their other books get a little more steamy. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think. Yeah. This one, I don't know how steamy this one gets. It might still get steamy. I don't know. You'll, you'll well, have to, you'll keep have you to posted. tell me. Keep me posted. But you, you have the physical copy? I have the physical copy. You should read it with me. I not should. like you have a million books to read Well, right I'd now. love to read it with you because it's it. I want to read it this summer. I will be yeah. disappointed in myself if I don't read it this summer. Yeah, yeah. So I will read it. with I you. I wish you were into re- audiobooks or or that you could do audiobooks I because know. I do too, Molly. It would make my life so much easier. But it's so. I mean, I totally get why you. That's not an option really for you. I mean, because I mean, be. how could I mean, you like, how could you focus though on an audiobook when you have fox and wilder you know like it would just be it'd be really hard to finish one. Oh yeah i i don't i that's why i, I struggle because i my boys don't let me 
I mean, Molly knows if I'm boxing her, if I'm sending her, if I'm, if we're talking on Voxer, my kids are hanging on me all the time. So they yeah. don't let me do much on my own. Yeah. It would we be just got to get them into audiobooks one day when they're old enough. And then. Exactly. Then you can have your audiobook time. Exactly. Anyway, we've been chatting for a while now. Um, so we kind of just uh, abandoned our <laughs> typical, like, format for episodes. Um, <laughs> instead of a patron question and a main topic, since this is a catch-up uh, episode, clearly, um, we actually earlier tonight, or earlier today, asked some people over on Instagram if they had any questions for us for this catch-up episode or if they wanted to hear us kind of ramble on about different topics and we actually got some pretty good we got some really good questions good questions so let's answer some of them and shall we so jamie k924 asked she would like to hear some unpopular opinions books that are widely read and very popular that you didn't like and the reasons why Mm -hmm. oh i got some of those I've got some of those as well. I feel like this is probably, uh, I think this is an unpopular opinion. I didn't love, I don't love Jenny Han's books. Jenny Han. Jenny yeah. Han's books. Yeah. I haven't and read them yet, but I actually own. What's the one that's the big one right now that's out? To All the Boys I Loved Before. Yes. Yeah. That's becoming a movie or a show on Netflix. I can't remember. One, one of those. Other. Yeah. Um, I read the first book in that series and I thought it was okay but I did not understand the hype I do know that she writes because I read so I have not read those books but I have read a short story by Jenny Han and I actually really enjoyed it but I think her her sort of shtick is writing I I feel like her YA books tend to be focus on characters that are maybe on the younger end or maybe the more innocent side of YA which yeah. in some ways I appreciate I because I that. I do feel like a lot of YA feels like it needs to be really grown up and angsty, angsty. yeah yeah no I loved that I loved parts of of that book in that like I loved that the sisters had such a strong bond and that the main character was not you know trying to be all rebellious and crazy mm-hmm. and like because that's a refreshing side of YA that we don't see that often. But I still felt like her, her the interior monologue was so young feeling yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, that if she was like 13, I feel like I would have gotten it more. But Interesting. that's just my opinion. Like, I know that that's an unpopular opinion because people love that series and love Jenny Han. Um, I will say when I read it, it definitely gives you the warm fuzzy vibes and it gives you like it's a, it's a cute book but I did feel like the end of that book even though it sets you up for book number two mm-hmm. it's still wrapped up together too perfectly yeah for my my taste yeah I still want to read it because I own it and so I kind of want to read it but yeah. I do remember you having that opinion about this book and it was the first time where I'd heard someone have kind of a negative opinion about it yeah so yeah yeah 
Yeah, most people I talk to love it. So. Yeah, actually, so, yeah, I've seen on Instagram a few people have read it recently and really loved it. I think I'll watch the show or the movie or whatever. I wonder see. if you'll like that better. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Potentially. I, um, also thinking of unpopular opinions, I actually feel like this is unpopular, but I know there are people who are also in my camp. Yeah. But the Mara Dyer trilogy, which I think I've talked about on here. Yeah. Not a fan. And I read all three of them. Why did you keep going? Were you hate reading? Isn't that weird? (laughs) Isn't that weird? Like, I never hate read books, but I think that's the only series that I was like, actually, I think it was a mix of hate reading to see like, oh, this guy is so annoying. I can't believe this. I'm going to just keep reading and see what happens. It was kind of that, but it was also like, people love this book. What am I missing? Yeah. Like, I should keep going and see if I can find what people love about this so clearly like I wanted to love it yeah you know so what didn't you love about it oh the main character was so annoying and that can so ruin a book for me if I don't like the main character Mm. but but I think even more than the main character was the love interest I did not like he was the worst one in my and do a a lot of people like it for that character right people love the love interest in this and actually so much so that there is a spin-off book that's right series that's from his point of view that's right yeah which hasn't been as widely i think i don't think people love that one go figure (laughs) i have two pretty good ones that are like really popular that i did not like um yeah so one oh my gosh i'm gonna get so much hate for this i did not like me before you wait is that the one about by jojo moyes yeah i hated that book i really really did not like that book i know it's gotten a lot of flack from people in the community it has it has and how it's mm -hmm. yeah i mean aside from the very sticky topic that people have about you know you know death by choice and stuff like that or i don't know what am what am i what's the word Assisted suicide. Assisted suicide. Aside from that issue that, that this book brings up, like aside from that sticky topic, there's also the way that 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 um, this man who has a disability is portrayed in the book. And I really struggled with it. And I felt like the entire time I felt like he was the pot calling the kettle black, like telling this girl she needs to go and live her life to the fullest. Yeah. And, you know, accept, just accept I don't know. Do you know what I mean? It's been a while since I've read it, but that, it was, I I really had a hard time with, with, with that and his just inability to, I don't know. Right. And it's not, it's not an own voices book. And so because of that, I think that there were a lot of terminology that she used. There was a lot of terminology Mm. that she used that people like it, I guess it was ableist or able-bodied people yes, yeah, yeah. see it a certain way and it really upset a lot of people with disabilities. Yes. I have I read one it. other book by Jojo Moyes that I liked a lot better. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What was that one? It was called One Plus One and it felt a little bit like it's kind of a road trip book about a, a mom who's trying to get her daughter to uh, like a a math competition or you know it felt a lot like the the movie little miss sunshine 
Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, it, and I loved the book, so I felt like that was that was a much I I liked that book a lot better. But that that's a that's an unpopular opinion that I have. And then the other unpopular opinion that I have is I did not like the book Wild by Cheryl by Cheryl <gasps> Strayed. Really? Oh, I loved that book. Oh, Molly, I could but not I, do it. And I'll tell I you, I can why. actually understand that though. I can understand. Can you guess why I didn't like it? I bet you can. I don't know. I mean, I, her attitude was terrible throughout the book. I f- yeah. Oh, she. I feel like from the beginning, she just made terrible oh, decisions. Oh, yeah. I can see how she would annoy people. She. She just. She. She. And the only reason she she went on this long hike with barely any preparation she left her husband for no good reason and then she continued to make she she left him to like find herself and yet she continued to make the same stupid decisions throughout the entire trip and the only reason that she was able to make it from a to b was by the goodness of other people's hearts amen sister (laughs) it really bothered me but here's the thing i i watched the movie and i loved the movie interesting but i'll tell you why it's because i wasn't in her head yeah and so it was a lot easier for me to volatile person well i feel like i was able to offer her a lot more grace yeah (laughs) watching her than like following along in her head I don't know I just oh, had see. I had such a hard time with the decisions that she was making yeah I loved that book because of her tragic it was just so tragic like her <laughs> Molly and she's just, so damaged it, it does feel like a, a four kind of book <laughs> it's such a four kind I mean her her everything with her family and her mom like everything that happens with her mom and to me it's it's like everything spirals out of that grief. yeah yeah yes and, and I did understand and, that yeah so Tina's book corner asks how long do you give a book before you dnf it and I feel like we may have talked about this on the episode at some point or the podcast at some point um I don't know if I have like an actual answer to this because sometimes I feel like I'll know right away with the writing that it's not going to jive well with me yeah the most for the most part I would say about like 50 pages <laughs> is that like crazy I don't know do you know what I've heard I've heard you should give half no t- uh what is it I was like half half your what? age what is it you should give half your age <gasps> oh really I, I can't remember there's some there's some sort of rule that people have arbitrarily given about that's funny something like how long you should give yourself to half but I can't age remember. is not enough to know <laughs> I know if you're 10 years old that's five pages <laughs> <laughs> interesting or maybe is it double your age I don't remember double I'm your told. age sounds right yeah. yeah I bet that's right yeah yeah, I mean, I usually, like, anywhere from 50 to 100 pages, I can usually tell if I'm going to like it. But at a certain point, if I read more than that, like, honestly, if I'm 150 pages in, it's really hard for me to put it down because I feel like I've already, even if I'm not enjoying it, I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm already in it. I should just keep going, you know? Yeah, and for me, I don't really DNF books. The only time I ever DNF books is sort of, kind of on 
accident or I never on I never purposefully DNF a book. So I don't think I'm ever conscious of saying, okay, I've given this, I've given this a good shot and I'm going to put it down. For me, it's more like I, I just kind of set it down and don't tell myself that I'm not going to pick it back up. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I tell myself that I, I'm still, I, I can, I mean, I still have books on my currently reading on Goodreads that I've had on there for over a year. We should do rapid fire answers to these questions so we oh, can get as okay. many of them done as possible. What do okay. you think? Sure, let's try it. Like, like as fast as we can, first thought that comes to your head. Okay. And then move on. Okay. <laughs> you want to? Yeah. Okay. Um, Aaron Dot Smith said, where would you live provided that you could quickly travel to friends slash family slash work magically? I love this question. Mm, Oxford, England. Oh my goodness, really? Oh, I That's loved cool. Oxford. I'm going to say Portland, Maybe. Oregon. Oh, Portland. I've never been to Portland. I was only there for a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it seems fun. Or San Francisco. Yeah, okay, or Hawaii. Fire. Or Hawaii for <gasps> me. Kauai in particular. Yeah. Steve and I always say if we win the lottery, we'll move to Kauai. But we'd have to play the lottery first. I love that. (laughs) Okay. What is your favorite summer read? Go. Uh, First thing that pops into your head. (laughs) Honestly, I feel like Ghosted is like a really good one and I'm only 50 pages in. Yeah. I feel like I probably can't say that. Yeah. Sure you can. You're 50 pages. Marlena too from Julie Bunton. Mm, She's a good summer read. I'm going to say anything by Leanne Moriarty. Oh, yeah. And also, um, How to Walk Away by Catherine Center was a great summer read as well. Oh, that's the one you really want me to read. I really want you to read it. It's what I wanted me before you to be. Mm, mm-hmm. Um, okay, this one might be hard to do rapid fire. What books helped you get through a really hard time in your life? Brittany freaking Williams asked. Oh, that one. I'm really only thinking of, like books that mean a lot to me yeah like when god weeps was probably a really important book it's all about suffering yeah the ragamuffin gospel by brennan manning have you ever read that one no but i've heard really good things yeah and ruthless trust by brennan manning both of those books helped me get through a rough patch yeah yeah running scared by ed ed welch my good friend ed that's also a really good one. Um, <clears throat> and then books that I love, like comfort reads, like Harry Potter, Anne of Green Gables, you know. Yes, comfort reads for sure. Uh, <laughs> my husband, Aaron, kind of trolled our <laughs> questions in here. He said, what about food? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what about food, Aaron? Yeah, Aaron. I like about it. it? <laughs> um, we had the best ramen of my life when we were in San Francisco. I was going to ask you about the food because San Francisco is known for its food. We went to Taco Licious, which is a taco place, obviously. Um, Sad Juan Sandwich. I don't know how you say it, but I'll, if I can find a link, they don't have a website. It was like a little hole in the wall restaurant Mm. for banh mi, like Vietnamese sandwiches. And then Nojo Ramen was the place we went in in San Francisco that Mm. was so good. We, We waited for two hours and then they ran out of noodles. But we were still able to find a seat, and they still took our order. Like, we had just made the cut, basically. Oh, my gosh. Um, it was incredible. So, yeah. Steve, what about Steve will be jealous. He loves ramen. Yeah, it was delicious. And in San Francisco, it's, like, fall weather. So, 
I could actually get Aaron to eat ramen because mm-hmm. you know I could eat ramen in like 100 degree weather. We are so thankful that you guys stuck around for this kind of rambly, a little bit different kind of episode without yeah. our normal format. Thanks. Thanks for sticking around. <laughs> Thanks for being here, guys. Thanks for for listening. But also thanks for all the support that you've been giving us because we're still we're still just like so excited and and our hearts overfloweth. Yes. Yes. Our hearts are overfloweth. Are overflowing. Our hearts overfloweth. (laughs) I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) And my rose is kicking in, so I don't even have that excuse. I'm just drinking ice water. Speaking of support, which we're so thankful that we've gotten from all of you, we would love it if you would write a review on iTunes. It really, really helps us out a lot. So, And it doesn't take a lot of time. It's like five seconds, depending on how verbose you want to get. But any kind of review or rating on iTunes really helps us. So, Also, if you want to learn a little bit more about us, you can head on over to our website at nothingswerebooked.com. We, you can listen to the episodes there, but also you can learn a little bit more about us. And you can, we are also on almost all social media and you can find our links uh, in the show notes as well as on our website. Also, we would love to receive your stories, your questions, your comments. If you want to send us an email at nothinkswerebooked at gmail.com. But specifically, we'd really love to hear, and I know this sounds random, but we are planning an episode on this very topic. We would love to hear your near-death experience stories. If you have like a really just crazy out there, wild near-death experience, or I mean, any near-death experience is going to be crazy and wild. But just, yeah, if you have any stories like that, please send them our way. We want to hear them. Yeah, we really, really want to hear them. So the reason that we want stories about near-death experiences that is that our next book club book is going to be I Am, I Am, I Am by Maggie O'Farrell, which is a memoir that she's written about 17 near-death experiences that she's had. And some of them are are more like her being literally near to death. Like I think one of them is about a miscarriage that she has. And then some of them mm-hmm. are more, are those more sort of out there crazy. I almost died kind of experiences. Not that miscarriage is not, it, it's just, that's just a different, that's like a more, much more painful, like right. personal right. anyway. Not so like if, she was physically close to death. Right. 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 Okay. So, so she kind of explores that topic from different angles. So we want mm-hmm. to hear, from you our listeners about that very same thing that's why we'd like to hear those stories from you i'm so excited about this i know me too about talking about it and also reading that book i'm really excited to read the book yeah and we're not reading that until september i think september okay so you have time to get the book if you want to read it with us and become a patron and have the discussion on the facebook group let us know (laughs) All of this information and all of the links will be included in the show notes. So take a look there if you wanted links to any of the books we mentioned or reminders about, I don't know, what we talked about. Take a look in the show notes. All right. That's all we have for you today, friends. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, stay stay booked. booked.